You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. What's up, everybody? Welcome to ROFL. <laughs> A show about motivation and being yourself. That's right. What does ROLF Oh, <laughs> Reach out for love. Show about motivation and love. Being yourself. Being yourself. How do right. you be yourself? How I don't do know. You? Let's find out. What's up, everybody? What's going on? There's a few tips out there about how you guys can get comfortable or quote unquote happy in an unhappy situation or place. You guys can either change your mindset. Or we'll talk about the second part later, but changing your mindset. Yeah, to to what, from what, and and and, and yeah, it depends, right? Yeah, like, it could really depend on like what we're talking about, and and you know what's really tough about that is we live in a right to work state, which is like the intentionally worst named thing ever because like right to work you think like a worker is rights and i have like right to work as in like because you're an alive human being in the workforce you have a right to employment but what it really means is more to that point because right to work is more like hyphenated so it's like get right to work and we can and we can fire you for literally exactly any reason. what we said it was yeah no it really is like do what we say or and you have like very little protection from just being fired willy-nilly right basically what right to work is right you, you get right to work or we right off gonna fire you. yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> well last time you actually said that a good way to get through your day is to just like find those people that think like-minded with you in mm-hmm. your workplace so if you find those people that's actually a way that you can cope in your environment is finding people who are like-minded i mean Mm -hmm. this seems like common sense but like yeah how many times have we gone somewhere and then thought to ourselves oh i think i can do this alone and then you realize oh quickly like it's not an alone situation yeah or you go into things kind of feeling alone in a crowd kind of thing like right you can work around a ton of people but then kind of feel still lonely and isolated in a in a sense so there are situations too though that like we will find ourselves being someone that we're not in situations just so make it look like we're extroverted quote yeah. unquote or yeah, yeah, introverted yeah. That, that's the faking it faking it until fake you make it, it, make it. Yeah. yeah but how yeah. long does that really last um, whenever I burn out I just stop <laughs> uh. and that's actually so funny because we're going to talk about burnout today too there are different types of burnout though so technically I can't because like for me for example recently I was at I've been going to school again mm-hmm. this time for music because you know I, I love music yeah, but yeah. I've been taking we talked about me taking 24 credits last time yeah right, right. <laughs> I felt the burnout recently yeah. I don't know if it was because of my classes or what because I actually enjoy what I'm doing yeah it's just like it's the amalgamation of everything yeah it's like you got a lot of stuff different stuff on your plate it's the unpredicted predictors is like I don't know how to ex- explain that better is the unpredictability yeah general? like just yeah. in life you don't know what's going to happen or what's going to hit you and when it's going to hit you. Yeah. So in my mind, I was thinking no matter what hits me, I'm going to be ready for it. Go in, full on in, full force. But like that was not the right 
Uh, last it didn't work. For I'm you. like Blue totally. Face, huh? Yeah, I'm totally controversing what I said last broadcast, where I was like, "Go all in. You can do whatever you set your mind to. Go do the things you hate." You kind of got like ego check a little bit, didn't you? You, <laughs> yeah. Little, yeah. you told the universe to bring it, then it brought it, and you're like, "Never mind." Bring it on, universe. Yeah, got punched in the face a little bit. You know, just punch your ego in the face, and it shrinks away. Yeah, a little bit. it like disappears completely. Yeah. So yeah, I felt like really bad this past week. So I was just like, okay, maybe I shouldn't tell people to just go do what they hate because that's probably not the best. Like I'm saying, man, going going out of spite almost sometimes is just kind of like the the way to go. More so, just having like a. I don't know, not an antagonistic edge to everything, but kind of like what you're saying, if if we're going to be in, in work environments, social environments that we aren't, whether or not we like, we know whether or not we fit into them or we're just trying to like find a way to fit and like suit our needs or. And there know, is a way for um, you to change your mindset to yeah. be happy too. So it's like you said, if you don't fit in currently you can fit in later right right i always just think like do whatever like little incidental things like give you a little bit of dopamine you know get give you a little bit of the happy chemical just because like some exercise guys or that i mean yeah (laughs) that's gonna give you i was gonna say I, i was gonna say like little incidental things like like healthy habits i was gonna say like here at work uh I have a bunch of plushies on my desk and that's kind of like bringing a little bit of like myself into the workplace. Right, right. So you're reconnecting with joy. Yeah, pretty much. Or like my, um, I'm going to be starting slash uh, restarting my second job, my other part-time job at the Hoover Dam Cafe um, this coming, this coming week. Okay, so that's... This coming weekend, I should say. And the spot in which I work I'm able and allowed to listen to music while I work. Yes, so, like a positive distraction. Yeah, well, I don't say even distraction, but it's good to... <laughs> I'm it, not distracted. What do you mean? Yeah, what, do you, what are you trying to do? Get me fired? <laughs> yeah. I can do no. it myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we talked about last broadcast, guys. You guys yeah. go listen in to that. Yeah, please do. It, it got it, the end of it got cut off by the uh, the lady uh, the ladies basketball. There's game. a basketball team here at UNLV, but that is okay. Lady the Lady Rebels are a great team, so it's okay. No, I get to listen to music while I'm working, and obviously, like you know, as I'm handling customers because I'm a cashier. As long as they can still like hear me and I can hear them and it's not too loud to like right. overpower the conversation then I'm good to go um, yeah I find that super and that helpful. helps a lot yeah yeah, yeah. I, I find that super helpful too anytime I'm feeling down or just in the dumps I mm. guess that's how I would say it. okay I, if I listen to music instantly my mood changes just yeah like, feels no awesome. what's nice is I get to be able to like I get to control the vibe a little bit like set the set the mood set the vibe and I mean I think I have a pretty great taste of music so I'm happy with whatever I put on you know it's like when you listen to your own play your own like mixed playlists and everything and you're like man this is fresh who do who made this and you're like oh wait I did this is great like, yeah and, <laughs> and there's also scientific studies out there that say that music listening can reduce your anxiety and blood pressure it's funny because I just googled go. this like right before saying it <laughs> well I knew it but I just didn't remember how to say it so You're I'm like I it. believe it but I won't believe myself <laughs> until, un- I, google until it. I google it yeah, yeah. welcome to the 21st yeah. century guys it's like, how, 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 how bad is your sense of self-trust let me google every thought I have yeah and then there's also <laughs> 
recognize. Is it even the 21st century? I'm like, yeah, no, you're let right. me Google you're, that really you're, quick. You're correct. It's the 21st century. <laughs> I get, I like hear a lot of people say 20th and then 21st. And then no, it, it actually, it trips me out all the time because, you know, the 20th century is the 1900s. And so now yeah. we're in the 2000s, like total, like in the. We're there. All the digits, you know we are, what I mean? We are the Counting future. up the digits, it's the 21st century now, but it on paper, it's like two zero and whatever, so you get tripped up. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I have to like do the mental math every time in my head to be able to... Do you Google that too? No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, you're the I'm one I'm the only Googling. one that does the Google. I'm the only one that Googles. Oh, man. I'm trying I'm to think. One, I am the one who Googles. <laughs> I am the Google master. Like, uh, like Heisenberg and Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. I was, I was just re-watching that episode recently. Oh, well, yeah. I've, I've actually watched that whole series like three times. I watched it through when it was airing, and then I rewatched it through one time like after I bought the DVD sets. Like, fantastic actors. So, just throughout so that whole good. thing. Yeah, the whole thing's awesome. It's I fantastic. actually I restarted it again. And I just love watching Jesse, the the drug addict. He's such an amazing that that he did that. You know, he was gonna be killed off after the first season. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. Know so that. the first, this is not nothing to do with with the show, but it's fun anyway. Uh, the the first season was only like six or eight episodes or something because that was the same season that was like across TV. There was like a huge writers guild strike. Right. So it was like cut the. They cut the season short and there was a lot of like uh, just like uncertainty and for a while it was like yeah we'll introduce Jesse and he's gonna die in the shootout with Tuco no and with it, Tuco yeah yeah right in the beginning like no, not like in the beginning so but it was sad. gonna like he was gonna die in the season Tuco finale. was a pretty good actor too though I'm not gonna lie yeah like, for, I being, <laughs> for being like a first a first season like antagonist do you think this is gonna be like a big bad right before there's like before Gus shows up and stuff so and that's the reason why I rewatch all those episodes is because I just love watching the actors and their mindset throughout it because like when you watch it the first time you can't really see the actors if they're really good then you oh, don't really I, you, you, you see the character you see the right. character and the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you watch it again, you're like, wow, they they really did some really creative choices there. Which which brings us back to the topic we were talking about. Sure. Being creative in your workplace. Oh, yeah, yeah. That actually is a way to find dopamine. Yeah. To be happy. That's like a, that's a proven way for you to uh, be happier in your situation yeah. or something like that. Well, I mean, hey, it tracks for me. I mean, I get to... I get to have some creative flourishes set the vibe for my 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 own like little workspace which is always nice so there are places though the jobs that kind of hinder your creativity too yeah which really sucks and like is a super big downer so if you you're in a job that's (laughs) is if you're in a job that's gonna hinder your creativity too because i know like when i use when you're working creative jobs too they kind of do that too yeah because you have to be creative within a certain set of parameters within a scope yeah 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 Yeah, that's always It's good in the sense of like, it's good to focus your creativity and kind of like set yourself a little sandbox to play in, so to speak. And then like, I, at some point I can do the work and, and then I hit a wall and I just need a break or I just need like, I need something else to kind of uh, distract me and I can come back later. That kind of thing. Oh yeah. Like I, little I need breaks. to bounce around. Yeah, yeah. That's a big one too. Taking... I need to bounce around in, in order to keep my creative juices flowing pretty much. Yeah. You need like little mini breaks. Like yeah. You, like you were mentioning. I have a friend who has ADHD and she says she takes a break, 15 minute break or a, a break every 15 minutes while okay. studying. And then, but she's super productive while How she's doing it. How long is the break that she takes? I think she takes like a five is it a minute five? break. Okay. Yeah. It's like a five or a 10. I one time was looking for a a song from 
this is maybe like uh, 2013, 2014. So it's been it's been almost a decade around that time. It was about 6, 7 p.m. at night. And I was like, what's that song? I got to find this song. I was having trouble remembering what any of the music sounded like other than like the genre or the words. But I remembered aspects of the music video uh, that I had seen when I was in like Okay, so you remember the visual. Yeah, like like middle school, high school age, because it was like 08, 09. Google's not going to help with that. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that's what I tried to do too. I was like, maybe someone has also kind of like described it somewhere and I can like pick up on the on the search terms but no luck so I ended up I started searching for it about 6 or 7 p.m. and I couldn't find it couldn't find it couldn't find it and then suddenly my uh my mom busts in and she's like are you you're still up and I was like when do you mean still up it's like maybe midnight it's only like one in the morning yeah, mom yeah it's like mid it's like midnight maybe because i i'm a night owl you know so i'll be it's like oh whatever it's like it's midnight it's not that bad right. i turn my clock's behind me i turn around and it's seven in the morning no i i sat <laughs> no. in one place looking for what? a single song for 12 hours wait don't you have like a i didn't watch, find it don't you have a watch around you or like no i just said my clock was behind me oh. i didn't have it a- oh because oh, that was back then okay well back then jeez <laughs> way like, back then wow Oh man, I'm not that old, man. Wesley's my age. We're literally the same age. I'm like, don't you're calling yourself old, man? No, I don't remember. Like, I always find a way to look at the time. I found the song later, but not that night. Oh really? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. That reminds me of my like ASL class when whenever someone does an ASL thing, and I, usually I Google things. I yeah, can't, I can't Google ASL. Unless you can't they have like an- make gestures <laughs> to your phone. Like, what's what's this? What is this? Tell me oh, what no. it is. I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like an existential nightmare. Honestly, yeah, I was like, I don't know what to say. This is like a movie. You can't. The whole idea is you have trouble articulating. This is like the movie A Quiet Place. I don't think I watched the whole movie before. Oh, what a great movie! Have, have, you've watched it, right? Oh, it's fantastic. I haven't seen the sequel, but I have seen the first one. It's so good. It's like where they can't talk or the aliens will attack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And they got like actual like deaf actors, or at least I know the the daughter in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I was wondering deaf, about yeah. that. Yeah. One of my favorite things is like when you see like uh, live concerts, like festivals, and the artists will be on stage and they're doing their thing. It's usually like rap artists. And then, there's and then a off signer. to the side, there's yeah. a signer and they're just going hard. <laughs> oh, you later. saw that stuff. Oh, man. It's my favorite. Because like I love hip hop and I love lyrically dense. Like it's just like when it's really complex rhymes and everything complex, like. Um, subject matter. I'm always really interested in like seeing, seeing how the signs and seeing how the signer does it because it's like I just want to know if they do they know in advance what the songs are going to be like. Do they have a set list and they, they like, have to have, have practice rehearsals? Yeah, they have to have know. that because like otherwise they would. I feel like you have to have the the like the reaction time of like a court stenographer. You just got to be like, you know what I mean? Like I like that's that and that's like the real goal. That honestly, for all of like the changing your mindset and everything, is like. Do whatever you can in your own spaces to like create your own vibe. Like take your, I, I, I believe I've said this on other episodes, but like take up space, intentionally take up space. Like you're, you're a human being. You are like, you have natural inherent worth just by the fact that you exist and wherever you have to be in life. If it's, if it's like personal life or especially at work, because like you have to be there, that's the whole nature of, of the workplace. Then like, do whatever you can to still feel like you are bringing your own unique self to the situation. Right. Like, like right. we're saying, you have, to, you have to be creative within certain constraints or you have a job to do and it's not necessarily the most like mentally 
uh, engaging or challenging, then just do the little things, you know. Yeah, and there's also little ways you guys can, or little things you guys could do to be more, gr- having more gratitude. Apparently, there's things that you can do. Attitude to- of gratitude. Yeah. I, I, oh, what? I grew That's up a thing. On, <laughs> yeah, I know. I grew up on that because it's mostly just the way I was I was raised, and I, I won't go into like super detail, but like a lot of the uh, kind of the mentality, the attitude of gratitude behind things like um, Alcoholics Anonymous, things like that, that um, I. I was kind of raised around those kind of like recovery mindsets. Right, right. Um, actually, so, yeah. actually, what you're mentioning um, is is a very big thing that I notice amongst people. Okay. People who have gone through very or are going through currently a very hard time in life, mm-hmm. they are so positive. Like I can't even explain how positive that they usually are. Like I'll mm-hmm. just come over here with my negativity, or just because I'm negative? so negative. <laughs> I'll be like, oh man, this sucks. I don't want to work on this. And then they'll be like, they'll be like, what do you mean? We should be grateful for being able to work on this. And see, I take some exception to the idea of always be grateful. Um, Just because like a lot of times in my experience, it kind of goes hand in hand with like the toxic positivity, but like always being grateful is kind of sometimes the same or used in similar uh, circles to be like overly happy just taking abuse in a in a sense or not not necessarily abuse but like oh that's and, sad. Any, anything you get thrown well be grateful it could be worse you know what i mean oh, it's yeah, like that yeah. it's like the dismissing of dismissing right. of like an actual issue you're downplaying something you're dismissing like what could be a genuine concern no oh my gosh what you you just said makes so much sense because recently i did go through that with one of my friends where like they were they were telling me all this positivity and i was like look it's so positive and they're shining with with such a bright light and then and then they tell me another part of their life and i'm like wait that's that's actually really bad you shouldn't have to deal with that and then Mm. they'll be like oh well it's okay it will just it'll get better no no wait stop going there that's bad for you yeah yeah Yeah. i guess you're right there's that limit that we kind of can't set if we're too in the mindset of being positive but i mean like don't get to that level we're also just like kind of told to deal with a lot of stuff that is inherently like is harmful i mean there's better ways to say it but like we're kind of told from a young age to to stomach a lot of things that even are are very young and still like incredibly like underdeveloped but still like spongy learning everything all the time kind of brains that we have as children like we're kind of accustomed and told like in over the course of like obedience and things like that to really just turn a blind eye to or just take a whole lot of like direction or a mentality of like we'll be grateful it's not worse i mean sometimes it is a good thing to have that because then you don't you you know you know how to be grateful for what you have yeah but at the same time like you're saying yeah like you're saying like i don't want to be the person to be like I'm so grateful that I'm not you. Like I, you know what I mean. I don't. Like, I've always hated that. Like when I hear see people say things like that. I'm just yeah. Like, I don't want to be that person to say that. It's just the. It's just the dismissiveness of like, it's insulting to both people on either side of the hypothetical, right? Because like, being dismissive like that harms the person who is like has the has the concern or the complaint, what have you, and then whatever the other 
point of comparison is, is usually kind of also a slap or a spit in the face to whoever's being used as yeah, an example. Yeah, exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Like how many times have, have we someone said something and the response is like, oh, well, there's like starving kids in Africa. Yeah, you know I know I mean? that's actually the, the best example because we yeah, do that everywhere we all go. All the time. And it's like, it's like it's insulting because you're just assuming that that a bunch of places in Africa are like third world countries, which is n- not true. Like there's a lot more technological advancements within the entire continent of Africa that. But they also say they don't talk about that, but it's true. Yeah, exactly. You know? And th- and they also say that comparison is the thief of happiness, anyways. Thief of joy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thief of joy. Yeah, same. You thing. can say both. I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the comparing yourself to other people probably not the best thing to to do to be grateful because you might go down a dark hole like you're mentioning yeah, and then start yeah. thinking like oh it could be worse so yeah it could always be worse right yeah it really can always be worse like and it, the thing is is it doesn't actually quell any of the the nervousness the anxiety or the fear um where whatever it is wherever it comes from it's like all it does is like repress and that doesn't that's like the last thing you want to yeah, do. Yeah, because then it's gonna blow up one day. You're just gonna keep oh, yeah. on holding it in, and then bam. just explode. And then, and then when you explode, it's like, it's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's like, it's r- related to probably nothing, apropos of nothing, but it's just the final thing. And then everything from however long ago has just. Then they're not in the place to to see how they're treating others or uh, reacting in their own situation. Reacting in their own situation, or able to like assuming the people around them are like trying to be empathetic. It's like you're not in a headspace having the meltdown to be able to oftentimes like articulate yourself. You know no, what I mean? Because yeah, you can say like, "Oh, it's all this stuff that's making you blow up," and but all they're going to hear is like a bunch of old stuff past stuff like i mean unless they won't realize how it's connected i i personally i have a lot of friends like that where they're very uh up and down always in these tough situations and it's not like life is gonna stop for you and unfortunately yeah it's never gonna stop and you're it's gonna really wish life came with a pause button sometimes yeah me too honestly it's like let me clean those all up so that i can look like i got my stuff together (laughs) it's gonna sound really really like really dark and like really morbid but sometimes when it gets really bad I don't want to really die. I just want to, I want everything to stop so I can rest. Right. I, I right. want to be able to like turn. It's like, I want to be I able know, to turn the lights thing, off though. and turn the lights back on. You yeah, know what I mean? I guess. Like I just want to pause on f- for a season and just be able to like rest, refresh all that stuff. But it's kind of sometimes just like the, the speed of life just kind of hits you like a bus sometimes. Well, this links back to what we were talking about last broadcast about taking care of yourself and how important that self-care in your schedule is yeah. in reality. Just It's just like a big reality check for you. Like me, I got burnt out recently. Yeah, some people really, the way that life kind of, for better or worse, like air quotes here, has to be for them in that moment, you know, things that they can only control so, so much. You know, they don't have the... The, unfortunately, it can be called a luxury to be able to rest, whatever that means, for three days, right? Like, well, yeah, especially if you have kids and you have work and then you have yeah, that's um, what I'm saying, like you know? a bunch of stuff like yeah, that going on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I stopped everything at the same time. Yeah, too. It's yeah. not like you can find some you spaces. You found rest periods. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Like for me yesterday, because I was feeling horrible, Like, but yesterday I was went to my classes still. I still showed up and I was just dragging myself in. And then you're going to have people who get, say stuff like, 
you look fine. Everything looks good. And then that you have other people who say, you look really bad. I don't know. You need to go home or something. Like you always get different comments. It doesn't really matter what you hear or how how other people think you should handle certain situations. Yeah, yeah. It just matters. Do you think you should show up? Can you That's show up? That's what I was talking about one of the couple episodes ago, right? Just like right. If, if you can do anything, just show up. Just show up. It doesn't up. matter if you look horrible or you, you know, for, I don't, I don't know if you're like a, you have a, a meticulous like morning routine or like a, a like a, a makeup routine you do or something. But like, if the least you can do is just show up, but you're like, I didn't put my face on. I didn't, I didn't coordinate my outfit, whatever you do to, you know, feel yourself throughout the day. You know, it's like, at least the important thing is you showed up. That's where you have to start thinking to yourself, I'll get into your own mind and say, I'm doing the best I can. And I'm proud of myself. Exactly. Pat yourself on the back and be like, exactly. bring, bring that dopamine for yourself. You yeah. don't need someone to come and tell you that you're doing a good job in order for you to like feel good about yourself in the work environment in general. Right. Like that kind of self-advocacy is so important. And I think it reminds me of something I don't believe I've said, but I, I really want everyone to take this away from this episode of anything is self-care is not selfish. Right. Like I don't, I don't care what, I don't care what someone wants to say about that or how they want to because how are you gonna take it and twist it? It's just straight up true. Yeah, how are you gonna fill your fill other people's cups if you can't even fill up your own? Yeah, because it's a balance. You have to be able to take care of yourself, and you know it's good to be mindful of others and being helpful to others. And but self care, you know, straight up is not selfish. If it makes you feel like a bad person for taking time for yourself, that you feel has to go to another person or another place or another group of people, whatever. It's like if you can't rest and recharge and the people around you don't understand that or even worse, like take offense to it or, or treat you like you're like an antagonizer or something. Right. Then that's a big sign that the problem is most likely not with you. It's with them. Right. Usually self-care is not taking yourself out of an equation no, of entirely. Course not. You know? Yeah. And I think though a big part of what you just said is that look at the people around you, like in your in your environment. Yeah. How are they treating you? How do they normally treat you? Because exactly. if you feel like they're not giving you your self care time, then I mean Let's analyze it a little bit before we assume that they hate they hate you or exactly. they don't care about you. At least try like to have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah, you're right. Like most of the time, you know, people just are not really up for you taking that self care. But if you have the right people in your life, yeah. they will be. They will exactly. be understanding. That's exactly my point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But anyways, this was a great talk. I think that <laughs> a lot of the things that we mentioned were great tips really in, in order to like find uh, dopamine in the workplace yeah <laughs> anyways guys i hope you guys have a great day thanks for listening in thank you wesley for being here always always and we want to say goodbye to the peoples bye Thanks for watching ROFL, reaching out for love. If you want to check us out, please go to Basma T at Instagram. See you guys later. <laughs> okay.